welcome to the Business Success Club. I want to say welcome, and you are in for a treat in this group. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. And on this podcast, what we really want to establish is this. How do hardworking entrepreneurs build profitable and scalable businesses whilst having the freedom and balance to do the other things they love? like family, vacations, sports, fun, adventures, and charity. So let's tune into today's podcast. Hello and welcome to the Business Success Show with the business coach, Matt Catrum, your host. And today I have none other than Atiba D'Souza on the show. My team has said, look, we've got to get Atiba on this show. And you're going to find out exactly why in the moment, all the way from you are in Washington, D.C., so we've got him from the USA. Okay, so, Atiba, welcome to the Business Success Show. Hey, thank you, Matt, for, for having me here. I'm so excited to be here. Um, you know, you are, well, dude, you're amazing. So <laughs> I'm just glad to be here to be able to hang out with you, man. And I can say I've been hanging out with Matt Hatchel. Oh, thank you, my friend. Thank you. Well, we're in the house together. We're going to rock the show. Let's get going here. Now, for those who don't know Atiba, listen, one of the things he he says, which I love the saying, he says that if you don't want to be, if you, sorry, you don't want to be famous, but you need to be. Yes. Now, if you're a business owner, entrepreneur, a coach, a consultant, it doesn't matter. If people can't find you, it's not helping your business. If people are coming across bad news about you, it's not helping your business. Now, this gentleman has been working with regional brands in the U.S., national brands in the U.S., helping them to get to the top of Google. Now, he has a specific way, specific technology, how he does that. He's been in this game for over 25 years helping brands do this. So we are we have the absolute honor to have him on the show here. Atiba, I'm going to start off in a moment asking you and generally ask everyone the same question. How did you get started as an entrepreneur? What happened? Mm-hmm. What was the catalyst? What was that thing that said, look, I'm an entrepreneur? Or were you always an entrepreneur? So I think I came out as an entrepreneur from the world. Oh, wow. Um, to be completely honest with you. Um, and I, I, I count myself fortunate that I came from a family of entrepreneurs. Okay. Um, so majority of the people near me were entrepreneurs growing up. My grandfather owned one of the oldest uh, pharmacies on the island of Trinidad, where I'm from. Okay. Uh, my uncle took it over. My mother was a restaurateur. My father owned bars, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It was, and so it's all I knew. Right. With you. Fantastic. Right. So that's what you've been doing. And tell us about how you ended up in the um, agency field where helping brands and big companies regionally and internationally and nationally to be found on the number one search engine, which is Google. And you've been doing this for over 25 years. Yeah. Um, So that's a fun story in that a lot of it was by accident. Um, So back in 1996, early 1996, two friends and I uh, got together and we said, you know, we're going to start a computer consulting firm because back in 1996, that's what it was called. You are a computer consulting firm because the internet wasn't really a thing, (laughs) really, for most people back then, right? 
Um, it was really just starting out. And so we were building computer systems for people. Um, and we were also coders in that we were hardcore, geeky, sit down and code. Um, and we were doing lots of research online in the limited bit of online that existed. <laughs> right. And finding websites and realizing we need to remember these websites. Uh, so being the geeks that we were, the three of us sat down and we wrote a search engine. We created a search engine in 1996. My goodness. Okay. And we created it for our own selfish reasons to be able to find stuff that we cared about that we were finding online because there was no other way to do it. Okay. Um, and we started there. We didn't realize it was something special. We thought it might be, and we, so we sold it to a couple of clients as we built websites for the first time in 1997. Wow. And we made a whopping $2,000 on it, and we thought we were hot stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we thought we were hot stuff because we created this technology. Uh-huh. Well, little we know, we left a lot of money on the table. <laughs> um, but that is what birthed all of this, because from there, actually went into uh, government contracting and being a consultant uh, to government agencies and building search systems for the government. We built from the ground up major search systems for the U.S. government. That's the EPA, the INS, the IRS, the DLA, and the Army. Oh, wow. Okay. So you were a hardcore coder. You were a coder or? Yeah. Okay. 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 And so I tell people all the time that the thing that, that makes me and us so very different is we know search from the inside out. Mm. Right. We understand what the machine is trying to do. Right. Okay. Because that's where we started. Um, and so we did that and we left the government sector right around 2005 and okay. went back into the private sector. Um, lots of reasons, but let's not get political. <laughs> right. But went back private and and between 2005 and and 2007 google was having a major problem and that problem mac was that there were savvy marketers Uh also known as spammers spammers yeah okay who had figured out how to get spammy content to the top of google search okay and that content wasn't serving the user very well and google needed to figure out how to solve that well, we knew how to solve that oh, from wow. the inside out because that's who we were. That's what we've been doing. Okay. Um, and so we then looked at that from the business side and said, okay, well, if you solve from the inside out, then there's a content gap that was, was going to be created and we got to fill that gap. And so we okay. started teaching businesses how to fill that gap so that their content can fulfill what the algorithm wanted to rank at the top of Google search. Got it. Got it. That's what we spent the next 13 years doing. Wow. From the ground up, because you knew it very well. Hey, by the way, for those of you listening and watching, if you're watching, you'll see that Atiba has a Superman hat on. And that's no, no accident at all. He He's known as the content Superman. And that brief description he's just giving you, now you know why, because he knows search inside out. Now, tell us, based on your knowledge and your experience, how has that helped the clients you've been working with to get them, all these super brands, big brands, small brands, to get them to, the, to be ranked at the top of Google, the Google search engine? Yeah. So, you know, it's not just getting them to rank at the top of, of Google search because getting to rank at the top of Google search doesn't 
do the exact thing that the brand wants. What does every brand want? More money. More money. We can do a ton of stuff, but if it doesn't make any money, it makes no sense. Right? right. We say if it doesn't make dollars, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> and, and so it's about helping brands understand the content that mm. their ideal customers want, that they need to create, because that's what ranks at the top. But then that's also what moves the needle financially. That's what gets people to say, hey, I'm going to go from step A with you to step B with you. Got it. Um, and that's the key. And that's why people call me the content Superman. I didn't give myself that name, by the way. I know. <laughs> um, but it's one of those things where it's like, that's what we solve because that's what people need. Awesome. Listen, so let me, let me put it this way. I want to talk from some of our um, audience members' point of view. Yeah. Uh, and someone may be sitting there thinking, well, I'm running my business. I want to be found. Atiba's making sense. How do I get people to, first of all, what type of content should I be creating yes. uh, and why? Uh, how do people find me uh, and what do I need to do to, to get there? Yes, that's a great question. And I'm going to go, I'm going to take your question that you're uh -huh. asking audience member, because I know you're asking that question. Max, absolutely right. That is what you got to be asking. Okay. And yeah. I'm going to take that question. I'm going to level up that question just a little bit. Go ahead. I'm going to say, the real question you're asking is, Dude, how do I get traffic? Uh-huh. Because that's, that's ultimately what you're trying to get, right? Yeah. So how do I get traffic? And, and so we coined something called traffic keys. And there are three keys to traffic. I don't care what platform you're on. We happen to prefer Google for lots of different reasons. But I don't care if you're on TikTok. I don't care if you're on Facebook. I don't care if you're on Pinterest. Okay. I don't care if you're on eBay or Amazon. There are three universal keys to traffic. Three. Okay. Every single platform. Key number one, understanding and being obsessed with your audience. Okay. If you're not obsessed with your audience, there is absolutely no way you can help them move the needle. Mm. It's impossible. You must be obsessed with your audience. And what that breaks down to all the way down is understanding what are the pain points that they're in that they're trying to solve. Mm. what's really going on with them not what do you think but what's really going on with them right okay so understanding your audience first key to traffic the second key to traffic is a content strategy not getting into answering even more of your question is right. a content strategy now this is not rocket science here okay so i'm going to tell you something that most people well, in the world, charge you thousands and thousands of dollars for. And I'm just going to tell it to you because I need you to understand it's not rocket science. Okay. Okay. And here it is. When we talk about content strategy, if you understand the pain that someone's in, that pain that they're in informs your content strategy. Because if I'm in pain, I'm going to ask questions about how to get out of pain. Of course. And if you answer those questions, my friend, that is your content strategy. Okay. Very simplistic, very to the point. And it makes sense in what you're saying. Carry on. You're on a roll, Superman. Right. So that's number two, right? That's the second key. The third key is SEO. Because if you know the pain someone's in, you create the content, but nobody can find it. Right. 
What's the point? And so, SEO. Those are the three keys to traffic. Got it. So, what you've got to do is start to ask that question. Get to know your customer Mm -hmm. and the pain points that they're in so that it can inform your content strategy. Now, something that you said, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. I hope you don't mind. Um, We now solve this problem in a very unique way. And we do. And what we do now, what we started to realize in 2018 was the world was changing. Written content was going by the way of the birds. We've been doing it for a long time. Mm. But people don't want to read anymore. People don't want to read 5,000 words anymore. Mm. They just don't. And so in 2018, we actually wrote a spec and said that we believe that video was the future and here's how we should use video moving forward. And that video was going to be the, the key by 2025. <laughs> Took it to a client and said, hey, this is what we believe. And they said, you know what? We think you're absolutely right. And I said, well, we don't have any money to develop this. Y'all want to fund it? They said, we don't have any money to fund you. <laughs> so it kind of died. Right. Then 2020 hit. Uh-huh. And I know everyone's going to remember 2020 and all the stuff that's going to absolutely. happen. Absolutely. I want to point out a few things that happened in 2020 that went underneath the radar that are super important to you, the business owner, and your future. Okay? So if you missed everything else I said, hear this. Hear this. 2020 through 2022 changed the game for you in a few different ways. Number one, it sped up the video revolution. In 2020, when everyone was forced at home, people had a choice. They were going to pick up this device, their phone, and they were either going to watch something or read something. Okay. They all chose to watch. All of us. Mm. We chose to watch. That has conditioned us to video. So we were already moving away from written and all the pandemic did was speed up that process. That's the first thing that happened that that went unnoticed. The Uh second thing that happened that completely went unnoticed is in 2021, Google very quietly said, we're going to reclassify 60% of our database to be video first content. In other words, They'd rather show a video than written content for 60% of their database. Wow. That's flipped right the other way. So they need content. Right. The third thing that happened, and this is the really, really big one. The first two are big. This is the one, though, that's super, super huge that no one is paying attention to. And I need you to hear me on this. I'm listening here. Pay attention to this one. You take advantage of this one, you're going to outpace everyone. TikTok. And I know you're going to say, oh, my audience is not on TikTok. Listen to me. TikTok decided it wanted to go from being an entertainment platform to a search engine. In 2022, for a very brief period, TikTok became the number one website in the world. No one else in the last 15 years has even come close to challenging Google. They knocked Google off for a few days. Oh, wow. 
I didn't know that. Okay. But now, why does that matter? Because it sounds cool, but why does that matter? It matters because Google is paying attention. Google knows TikTok is a video-only platform. Uh -huh. Google just poured in 2022 $800 million into attracting creators for YouTube shorts. Yeah. $800 million. So they're saying, hey, TikTok, we're going to go head-to-head -head with you. There's a war coming, my friends. Uh-huh. There's a war coming. Now, let's think about a traditional war. Okay. And I hate war, and I don't want to get political, but I, I need this analogy. Mm. When two countries go to war, certain industries make out and make a ton of money. Sure. Number one industry, arms dealers or mm -hmm. arms manufacturers. Yeah. Right? Because they need arms. They need guns and right. stuff. Right? Again, I hate right. war. <laughs> okay. Now let's juxtaposition that and overimpose Google and TikTok. Uh -huh. They're about to go to war. They're going to war. But what is the arms that they're fighting with? It's video. Okay. It's video. Where are they going to get that video from? You. Mm -hmm. So oh, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's great. I mean, you have put something together that's so succinct and so clear as to the reason why business owners should be using video because that is what these platforms are, are looking for. You've mentioned TikTok, you mentioned uh, 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 YouTube, obviously Google own YouTube. So the business owner sitting there listening to Atiba thinking, oh, it makes sense, but I'm not using video. I like to write. Why should I use video? I know the reason why you just told me, but the person thinking, I don't like to put my face on video. What's mm. the answer? Knowing that this is the future. What is the answer for them? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I love all of you people who don't want to put your face on video. I love all of you people who say, when I lose 15 pounds or when this hair lays mm. down correctly mm. or when I get my makeup correct or when I get the right Superman hat to wear. I love all of you people because I'm going to tell you this and I'm going to tell you this straight. Shut up. Right. There you go. Right. You I'm telling you why I'm telling you straight, and it's simply this. In 2021, YouTube put out a, um, a report, and it said 97% of business owners, and this is a U.S.-based report, 97% of business owners in the U.S. don't have a YouTube channel. That means your competition does not have a YouTube channel. You probably don't have a YouTube channel. So we know there's a war coming where they want to promote you. They need to promote you to, to, to win the war. Right, right, right. Okay? And you're sitting there and you're going to tell me, I don't like how I look. Well, <laughs> let me ask you this question. We talked earlier about the keys to traffic. And yeah. we said, be obsessed with your audience, find out their pain points. That leads to questions that they're going to ask and you answer those questions. That's now, it. I want to bet that all of those questions that they're asking you already know a chunk of those questions because you already answered a chunk of those questions because people yeah. ask you a chunk of those questions. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. last time someone asked you one of those questions, did you go into mirror first and check it on your face? Of course not. They didn't, did they? So what's the difference? Right, right. See, there it goes. So you said it. Just and 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 the important. I like. I love it that you went back to the audience 
And what that said to me is, hey, it's not about you. It's not about what you want. It's not about how you look. It's about the information that your audience is looking for. And this is why, Atiba, when you said be obsessed with your audience. Now, that obsession says, okay, I'm going to do a video for them because it's not about me. I need to give them this answer. And that's how I'm going to um, generate this traffic. This is how I'm going to make money. Now, one of the things you talk about is when it comes to video, and I'm, go- I'm glad we've gone down this road, is you talk about the difference between organic marketing, organic video marketing and video marketing. What do you mean by that? Yeah. So video marketing is, is a big, broad topic overall. And all video falls under video marketing. All video for your business falls under video marketing. Okay. So for example, you can create a promo video, right? Mm-hmm. That's nice and, and commercial grade. Great. That's wonderful. Right. And then you can run ads with that on different platforms. That's wonderful. There's nothing wrong with that. You need to do that. But that's not what I'm, I'm talking about here. Mm. Okay. When we talk about organic video marketing, right? Because yeah. those types of promo videos are great for one out of two things. One, either raising awareness that, hey, You have a problem and you need to pay attention to your problem. And we may have a solution that you want to investigate, right? Mm -hmm. So oftentimes people who aren't necessarily problem aware and you're making them aware. Mm. That's one side. The other side of where those wonderfully designed videos fit is in the end of the process where now someone is educated and it's time for them to make a choice. It's time for them to make a decision and you need a strong call to action. You were running a promo, that type of thing. Fantastic. Go right. run the videos there. Okay. What happens in the middle? Mm-hmm. What happens when I realize? Let me give you. Let me give you a, a, a realistic situation, everyone. This sure. going on in my house right now. My wife woke up with pain in her leg and went to the doctor right away. Okay. They diagnosed her with something. I'm not going to share her diagnosis because she wouldn't want that. But right. they diagnosed her with something. It's not life threatening. Right. Okay. Uh, but it is life altering. She's mm. got to change some things in her life in order to solve this problem, right? Well, guess what? What does she then have? She had a pain and she went to go ask questions. Right. Okay. That in between is what we need to master where people realize I have a pain and I need to ask, ask questions and I need to get answers. And I don't know who the solution provider is for me exactly Mm. you need to answer those questions along the way those are the organic videos that we are talking about because what ultimately we're talking about is intent based videos okay because in google is an intent based search engine right okay Google is an intent-based search engine. In other words, you don't go to Google just because, oh, I, you know, it's, it's hysterical. They used to have this. I'm feeling lucky. But nobody felt lucky. <laughs> That's people right. Go, people don't go to Google because they feel lucky. They go to Google no. to get a question that they need answered. Correct. Correct. It's an intent-based search engine. Right? Yeah. And so we're answering the intent of the question that they had. Okay. Okay, you're piecing it together very, very nicely. Now, I'm loving this. Hey, by the way, if you're enjoying listening to Atiba, 
make sure you smash that like button you follow you subscribe whichever platform you're on and make a comment actually ask a question make a comment so Atiba can see that as well loving yeah. this fantastic uh in a moment I'm going to see it to ask Atiba where people can find him and how they can connect with him and everything else and then just continue in our conversation for another few minutes so Atiba thank you for this so far I mean obviously there's a, a lot of information there um I want to ask you about we, we it's clear video is the new search people are using yeah. it, that's what they're not reading they they so what should I be one talking about on video and how long should my video be does it again go back to who my audience is and what my intention is but let me ask you what who yeah I, I will ask it and I want to hear from you what should I be putting out on video and how long should my videos be so I'm going to tell it does all go back to the audience. It has oh. to start with the obsession of the audience. Absolutely. Everything always goes back to the audience and everything goes back to the, to answering a question that the audience is asking. Because if they're asking it, they're in some sort of pain and they need an answer. You see, one of the, the beautiful things, and, and, and I want all of you who are listening to me, just close your eyes for a moment and think about your customers. Okay. Close your eyes. Let's do this experiment together. Mm -hmm. And I want you, especially if you've been in business more than five years, this is, you'll understand this really, really well. Your customer today thinks they're smarter than they were five years ago. Your customer today, actually, I'll go as far as to say, they want to think that they're a subject matter expert on your product or service. Mm -hmm. Right? You have a choice. You can either argue with them or you can provide them the information so that they can actually be a subject matter expert so that when they talk to you they can feel more comfortable with you okay, okay? so you want to and that's why we answer their questions because if we don't answer their questions they're not going to trust us they want to learn so teach right them. right so teach them so teach them now the next side of that is how long does this video need to be it needs to be long enough to answer the question but not so long that you're just wasting time. Okay. Okay. So if you can answer the question in three minutes, answer it in three minutes. If it's a question that takes 15 minutes, take 15 minutes, but do not take 16. Right. Got it. Got it. Wow. That's good stuff. Good stuff. So you said it. You said it. Hey, listen, how can people connect with you, find out more, learn from you if they need to um, touch base with you? What's the best way to Atiba? Yeah, absolutely, Mac. And, and here's what I know. You are listening to us right now, and I thank Mac for this platform that we get to, to, to share and connect with each other, but you got questions, and you're sitting there like, dude, I can't ask you my questions. Yes, you can. What I want you to do is go to meetatiba.com. Meetatiba, A-T-I-B as in boy, A, that's my first name, dot com. When you go to meetatiba.com, it will take you directly to my LinkedIn. Go to my LinkedIn and hit the connect button. Don't hit the follow button, hit the connect button. Mm -hmm. After you do that, send me a message. Tell me, hey, I heard you on Mac's show. I got a question. I want to answer your question. Right, there you go. Ask it. There you go. How many times have you heard that from any expert at any time? Not often. He's saying, reach out to me, ask me a question. I'm there to answer your question because I'm obsessed with people who want to improve and i want to help them so take that opportunity meet atiba.com make sure you do that yeah. m-e-e-t 
ATIBA.com. Atiba, on that note, I want to say, I mean, we could go on for hours here. I know you have a wealth of knowledge. <laughs> Thank you. But I think we, we, we've we got some golden nuggets here. We may even have a, a part two in the future. So I want to say thank you, thank you. Thank you for gracing us with your presence and sharing so many golden nuggets with us. You've made it absolutely clear that if someone's not using video now to help their audience, they're not attracting the right people, and they are going to be left behind. I love the way you put it. So, Tiba, thank you, thank you, thank you. Until our paths cross again, Keep doing your awesome work. Keep doing what you're doing, my brother. Any final words before we finish? Yes. First, Mac, thank you. Because it's your vision and your dedication that allowed this to happen. And I pray that this truly does bless someone. And here's the deal, guys. I need you to take action. Don't just listen. Don't just listen. Because the clock is ticking. Mm. Take action. And when you do, and I love it because people do this and send this to me all the time. When you do, go to meetatiba.com, send me the link to the video you recorded. I want to see it. I want to see what you did. And when you send me that link, I will promote that link on all of my platforms as well for you. I will share you out. What an offer, eh? What an offer. What an offer. And you get critique and you get feedback on it as well as to how you can make it better. That's fantastic. Um, thank you for that, Atiba. Really appreciate it. I want to say thank you for helping out my audience, sharing so much information, and uh, God bless you in what you're doing. Speak to you soon. All right, brother. <laughs> thank you, my friend. You're most welcome.